Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Omar Ahmed, IFL TV, MTK Global, your call for the JD Next Gen Show. We've just seen Conor Ben get a stoppage mm. win. I saw when he first got dropped, you were saying, calm down, calm oh, down. I know, because you know, I was probably getting him confused with the old Conor Ben. You know, the guy who basically is so inexperienced, so ragged, so passionate. I didn't want him to make a mistake, because after the first round, I was thinking, Jesus, this guy, he can fight. And what he, the guy turned up to bully Conor Ben. Mm. And in the second round, Conor Ben went, no, 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 I'm going to do it to you. And he absolutely tore him to shreds. I thought it was a brilliant performance against a really good, experienced fighter who you know, has been there with top quality opposition, going the distance, fought for the European title. I thought it was a major statement. He looked huge tonight he was. as well. I mean, he looked huge on the scales. And I was thinking, how is he 10 stone 7? Well, he wasn't in the ring. But, you know, he was a big lump, he was strong, he tried to push him back early on, and he did push him back in the first round. But Connor stayed calm, and I thought it was a great performance. Mm. Where next for Connor? Well, people talk about Josh Kelly fight, and I think that's a big fight, to be honest with you. I mean, he asked in the ring, he said, can you give me Samuel Vargas? Um, and again, you know, you're going into the danger zone now, really, you know. It's, they're all risky fights. That was a risky fight tonight. But I think the one thing with Connor is, is having to learn in this environment, didn't have the Olympics, didn't have 150 amateur fights, didn't have GB set up traveling around the world. So now he's really coming into his own. So let's not get carried away, but let's understand that was a really impressive performance. And he's carving his own career now. You know, he came into the sport as Nigel Ben's son. I look at pictures of him making his debut, mate, he was clueless, clueless. He'd had like eight or nine amateur fights in a shed in Australia. And he's getting put into O2, going, go on, off you go. So it's been hard for him, but now he's, he's actually becoming a proper fighter. And he can fight, and he's going to be dangerous. So in terms of like Sammy Vargas, are you happy mm. to put him in, in there? I think so. I mean, that's a risky fight. Tonight was a risky fight. You know, they had a split decision, but, you know, you talk about the Josh Kelly fight, and that's a risky fight, obviously. And how long do you leave that fight before you give them both what they want? You know, I, th- I still think we have some special, as they call, marinating to do on that fight, because I think it would be a shame to put them both in now. For that fight when it could be so much bigger next year but um certainly it's a big domestic fight and both guys have indicated and teams have indicated that they want it so i don't think it'll be far away surely josh is going to rematch ray robinson yeah or he's, he's mandatory for david avenissian that's a fight that's got loads of spice you know avenissian's mm. going to rematch loranja if he beats him josh kelly will fight him it's a great fight and um you know ray robinson's another potential opponent you know as, as is samuel vargas for josh kelly mm. Um, Spider Richards. Yeah, great. Uh, what was it? 116, 113. No, 116. 116, 112, 117, 111, 115, 111. Wide enough? Yeah, I had it by four rounds, I think. Three or four rounds. Um, Scrappy at times. Hats off to Andre Sterling because he looked out in the, was it sixth or seventh round? Yeah. How he even, you know, kept going through that fight. Stayed in there, was messy at times, but a good win for Craig Richards. Mandatory for the British title. We'll see what Joshua Guazzi does next. Now, whether he keeps hold of that British title and fights Craig or whether he moves on to, to world level. But, you know, Craig, what's pleasing for Craig is, is that 
in Belfast six days before the Craig Buglioni fight. The, Frank the, Buglioni. So Frank, Frank Buglioni fight that he took. He had a decision to, to make whether to take that fight or whether to let it slip. He took the fight at short notice. He lost the fight. But since then, it's changed his career path completely. Mm. I wouldn't say he was going nowhere before that, but he didn't have the profile. You know, he proved a lot that night. And really, it just shows you that taking chances, even if you take an L, you know, it's not the end of the world in this game. And now he stands here after a couple of good performances with a WBA international title with mandatory for the British Light Heavyweight Championship. So Craig Rich is in a great spot. What do you expect Watsi to do? Are you working on anything? It's hard because they're quite pally, do you know what I mean? Like, and obviously they're both in our stable. Um, but if it's a big opportunity for Craig, it's a big payday for Craig, he'll 100% take the fight. And so will Brexit. So it's more about, it's not really about that fight. It's more about what, I've, what else is out there for Josh. You know, I really Have you been wanted, looking at anything? Yeah, I wanted to move, you know, I mean, the fight we've been looking at for a while is Sullivan Barrera. I know he lost to Jesse Hart, but Jesse Hart's a good fighter. That kind of world level name who's obviously, you know, no longer, a, say world level, a, a good solid light heavyweight. Someone that can give Boatsy rounds. And um, he wants to win the British outright, but you have to look at it and say, is that really an option? You know, are you really going to have all those defences? Probably not. It's not a particularly deep division domestically. Oh, for Jones Free, uh, yeah, sold a show. <laughs> really good, and you know it's a, it's an honour to be working with guys like him. 19 years old, you know, tons and hundreds of amateur fights. Lives and breathes the sport of boxing. Boxing family, just a, a phenomenal talent, and it's great to bring him over here. I mean, when I signed over Jones, I said you'll be boxing in all the big arenas, son. With Matrim, you know. We rolled up to you call we thought, what the fuck is this? Did he so, say that? No, he didn't. But it, listen, he loved it. Fighters love it in here, and I love it in here as well. It's brilliant. So he's a phenomenal talent. I'm going to try and get him on a show next week in Providence. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that quickly, actually. Yeah, you're yeah. coming out, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Andrade and Selecki, good yeah, fight. Good fight. Good test for Andrade. Parker, Leopai, mm. Yafai's got a really tough fight against Jimenez. Okay. Um, Alexis Espino, Ray Ford, um, Mark DeLuca against Grady Brewer, great fight as well. Really good show. Important fight for Andrade to make a statement. Because now we're getting to the stage of talking about undisputed fights with Canelo, Golovkin fights. And I that feel looks like, like it's going to fall through, actually, I've just seen. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, certainly it's a fight that, you know, the network wants to make. Um, Good news for Andrade, though, potentially. Yeah, and Callum Smith. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a fight that Callum Smith's arms, it's about 400 it's degrees. Boiling in it. Yeah. Um, good news for Callum Smith, good news for Andrade, you know, so we have to see what happens. But you know, one thing, what we know is, is if Canelo doesn't fight uh, Golovkin, then it's going to free up opportunities for Andrade and and for Callum Smith, not just for Canelo, but for Golovkin. Mm. You know, does, does Golovkin fight Callum Smith? Does Golovkin fight Andrade? So, all to be discussed. Mm. Joseph Parker, what's the plan with him? So, obviously he's been out of the ring for a while, wanting to go in. He's fighting a fellow Samoan next week in Leopai. It's a bit of bad blood, it's going to be a bit of a tear up, but I expect him to knock him out. And then he's ready for the big fights. Obviously he'll be watching the Chisora Spilker fight on July 20. See who wins that fight. Hunter? Hunter, maybe, yeah. I mean, at the moment, we've got so many heavyweights. You go through them, like Hunter, Gassiev, Usyk, Usyk uh, 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 Chisora, Dylan. Uh, Dylan. Yeah, I'm talking, but I'm talking about you know, Povetkin. Between, yeah. yeah Are so, you working with Povetkin? Yeah, yeah, What's working with Povetkin, yeah. Still working with Povetkin. Takam. So you've got all these guys, Hergovic, who mm. really you want to start saying to each other, right, guys, you've got to fight each other. But with the belts potentially being becoming fragmented early next year, it's just a wonder whether people who might be in a position to challenge for a belt at some point will be willing to take those kind of risky fights, you know? 
Eddie, when are we going to learn uh, where Joshua Ruiz will be? Next week. 100%? Okay. Uh, Lomachenko, Luke Campbell, first bid extended the next week. Yeah, we're nearly there. We're nearly on a deal? There. Yeah, nearly there on a deal. Um, still trying for August 31st. I want to bring Lomachenko to the UK. And I think Lomachenko-Campbell is such a good fight. It's all about pound for pound great. And it will be the, the one and only chance British fight fans will get a chance to see him. And honestly, don't bet against Luke Campbell in this fight. Like, I know that he's a massive underdog, but I just feel he's got as good a chance as any lightweight out there to beat him. And if we can get it at the O2, I think it'll be a great occasion. And uh, we're trying to get that finalised now. Charlie Edwards facing his mandatory Martinez, that confirmed? Could be on that card as well. Yeah. Yeah, could be on that card as well. So we've reached the deal with uh, him. Cheers, Rob. And, um, you know, looking to possibly put that on the card as well. Eddie, been getting, uh, getting lots of tweets about Manchester. Who's headlining that show? So we're, adding, oh, we're oh. adding a fight there this weekend. Um, originally, Boatsy was going to headline that show. Mm. Um, and, you know, he felt like he needed a little rest after his camp for MSG. So we're announcing another fight over the weekend. Um, British fighter. Well, that's going to headline that, yeah? Yeah, I, to, to be honest, I might headline with Massey against Akola. Yeah. Massey sold that many tickets. Um, so, but it's a, a, a big name who's been in a world title fight very recently. Uh, will be on that card, so. Okay, just the last one. I don't know if you've seen Adam Smith's comments to Coogan I think a couple of days ago, saying uh, Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight in the world. A lot of people were like, oh, what would Eddie say about that? Like, I don't know, I think at the moment, I mean, you know, Joshua's just coming off a loss. Until he beats Ruiz again, it's very difficult to say he's the best heavyweight in the world on paper. Do I feel that he's the best heavyweight in the world? Yes, I do. On paper, is he? He's just coming off a loss to Andy Ruiz. So, right now, Based on performances, you know, it's, it's between Wilder and Fury. I felt like Fury beat Wilder, so, you know, arguably he's the best heavyweight in the world. So, so you still believe Joshua is? I believe he is, yeah. But on paper, it's hard to say that until he beats Ruiz. Mm. You know, until he gets that position back. He lost his belts. You know, he lost the fight. So, in my heart of hearts, yes, I believe that Joshua is the best heavyweight in the world. On paper right now, you'd have to say it was between Fury and Wilder. Okay. And, and again, I felt like Fury beat Wilder. Getting later, so last last question. Um, you might with... say Ruiz is the best heavyweight in the world. Frank, He's just Frank Bugliani. Yeah, yeah. Dylan White's the best heavyweight in the world. Yeah. I certainly feel the 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 best four heavyweights in the world are Joshua, White, Fury, and Wilder. Okay. But then you got to think about Ruiz, <laughs> and now you got to think about Usyk. You know, you got to think about Parker. Hergovic is a is a, is a monster. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Callum Smith, Billy Joe Saunders. Mm -hmm. I think their side are insistent that an offer was sent to you or Joe Gallagher recently. Well, it wasn't sent to me. I haven't caught up with Joe Gallagher since MSG. Callum's been on holiday. So, all I know is when he said he made an offer, Joe came out and said, I've not received an offer. I certainly hadn't received an offer but during that period. But it hasn't been discussed yet with the team. Callum's away and if it is an offer, we'll look at it. And we'll look at the financial security of that offer and we'll, you know, and we'll look. I mean, we've got another offer for John Ryder to fight Billy Jones on this. And that's, you know, it's, it's not a bad offer. And John Ryder is mandatory to Callum Smith, so he's got a decision to make, you know, mm. so. Okay, Eddie, appreciate your time. Cheers, See you mate. next week in America. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Podcast Network.